Hello, this is Catherine, and you're listening to The Thoughtful Runner. In every long journey, there comes a point of duress. Some call it the wall, the belly of the whale, the reckoning. It's there to be got through. Any marathon runner will understand what is meant by the wall. In fact, as a beginner marathon runner, we learn to expect this mysterious challenge will appear along the way at your darkest hour. You don't know when exactly, because that's different for everyone. You don't know how exactly, because that's also different for everyone. All you know is that there will be a thing to overcome at the summit of your endeavour. In actuality, I trained hard and diligently for my first marathon in my early 20s, and was still avidly looking for the wall as I sprung through my 26th mile. If you're well prepared, I thought, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. The last couple I've done have been far less breezy. There have been several walls. Walls where I've said to myself, this is really the last one now, really. Or, you're too old for this shit. Or, I wish I had something more important to do than this right now. I'm still struggling with my ankle injury a little, but at the moment, my biggest challenge has been in finding time to run at all. September is the month of madness for me. I've got to balance a big freelance project with a couple of other jobs. I'm training as a tour guide. We have the happy event of two weddings to attend. And my partner and I are putting on two live podcast recordings as comedy shows, both of which require a huge amount of work, energy and organisation. Because of all that, my creative life and my personal life has been stripped back to a bare minimum. In short, the things that give me, and many of us, strength and energy are in short supply. This morning the point came when I realised I was running on fumes. I knew this point would come. It was my wall. And typically it came after the biggest hurdle. Our first live show in the bag. Lights, sound, recording, all went beautifully. My partner and I looked at each other, jet-lagged over breakfast. We contemplated a packed weekend. Short on sleep, short on cash, short on anything remotely useful to say. And I honestly felt I could just not go on. That's when I needed my teammate. You see, I talk a lot about running alone in this podcast, running for solitude or personal space or private thought. But when you're doing the long haul, knowing you're not on your own is the single most important thing to helping you smash that wall and keep going. My regular marathon is Brighton. I often reach a point of misery, variously at mile 19, leaving town to head west, the crowd thinning, tummy rumbling. Or mile 21, about the point of running uphill to Woolshore and Power Station, a desolate monster on the flat skyline. Even on the sunniest day, symbolic of the industrial machine, alienation and, well, the smell of sweat and fish. But there were always a few dedicated, kind faces there to stir you onwards, grinning through the silent mist of huffing breaths and flagging footfalls. The final slog along the seafront is overwhelming after that. It's like being reborn. Suddenly you run back downhill and along the water, plunging into the noise, the bright, bright sunlight, the chaos and crowds, music pumping, tide crashing, horns blowing. And it's done. You've made it. Have a banana. I think I hit mile 21 in my mad month of September today. I know, I know, we're barely a week in, but it's been a week of collective pressure for everyone. First day at school for some of my friend's children. Horrendously weird grey weather and so on. I'd give you an ominous international news story to make that a clean three, but frankly I've been so wrapped up in my tiny bubble of stuff I've had very little time to digest information beyond natural disasters and wobbly nuclear detente. And that's the thing about the wall. It's entirely personal and internal to you. 
It doesn't matter whether it's triggered by two things or ten. When you reach your personal breaking point, having a teammate sail in to rescue you is all you need. This morning, as I hung my head in my hands and sighed over the kitchen bin, wondering how the door hinge had broken on the fridge, my personal cheerleader and teammate swept into the rescue, gave me a cuddle, and made me a cup of tea. This one goes out to my Edmund, who, tired himself from hosting said live event, and busy himself with shows and rehearsals this weekend, found the time to have my back. Here's to the cheerleaders that help you through your toughest mile, put an arm about you, or offer an encouraging word or smile, so that you may look deeper into yourself and find the strength to go on. Right, what's next on this list? <laughs>